It seems like human beings are just prone to gluttony. And if you don't agree, just look at how we consume content. Now my parents didn't have a TV in their house until they were probably about 10 or so. Once that became a part of their lives, they had that, the radio, newspapers, books, and records. But what's a lot more interesting than the mediums themselves is the fact that content was finite. You only had your collection of records. The radio and TV broadcasted for a limited few hours a day to a strict schedule that virtually every family in the country knew like the back of their hand. And things weren't actually really that different for me until I was in my mid-twenties. When I was a kid in the 90s and the early 2000s, CDs had already replaced vinyls and cassettes, and then later, illegal downloads replaced CDs. Now, my generation had access to more content than my parents' generation could ever have dreamed of. We had MP3s and 24-7 satellite TV with hundreds of channels. And then, streaming came along, which changed how we consume content more dramatically than anything before it. In fact, it changed the nature of content so much that it's probably fair to say that the gap between how my parents consume media as children and how I did is smaller than the gap between how I consume media and my kids will. Like with music. So, you know, I, like countless others who grew up pre-streaming, prided myself on my CD collection as a kid. The thing was, no one could have every CD. So it was about curation picking and choosing very particularly. I mean, most people weren't just buying CDs constantly, it was on occasion. Maybe it was a birthday, or you had a few bucks from an odd job, or your parents were feeling generous. So every CD we had was thoroughly appreciated and deeply engaged with. We listened to them from start to finish at least once, even if we bought it just for a single and the rest of the album was complete garbage. But we sat and savored those CDs, we read the album liners, we remember the track lists. In fact, we got so much more value out of those very few CDs that I think is even possible to get out of streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music. And the reason why lies in an Economics 101 concept. There's something in economics called utility, which is really just another word for value. Then there's this idea of diminishing marginal utility, which means the more we consume something, the less value we get out of it. It's like getting your hands on an ice cold Coke on a hot day. The first sip is incredible, but every sip after that is less satisfying. It's probably one of the most universal concepts and something that's pretty hard to refute. The world of Netflix, Amazon Prime, Spotify and Apple Music is like an endless bottle of Coke. The more of it we consume, the less we actually get out of it. We all experience this daily. My wife and I do the old streaming shuffle every single night. We scroll through Netflix. We've seen all the good stuff. We switch to YouTube. Nope, this is all too bitty. It's for short attention spans. We need something substantial. Then we switch to the underdog streamers, Amazon Prime and Showmax, which let's face it, both kind of suck. So there we sit, dinner getting cold, but with literally thousands of options at our fingertips, yet we cannot find a single good thing to watch. Or at least that's what we think. 
because there's plenty of good shit to watch. It's just no longer satisfying enough. And it's all just too much. And I can't help but feel like it's making content feel less pleasurable. In the same way the 24-hour news cycle brought on this era of hogwash and fear-mongering peppered with inane puff pieces about travelling to Rwanda or wherever the fuck Amunpour went on holiday this summer, the 24-hour content cycle streaming is doing the same thing. Besides the effect it's having on the quality of content, we've just become completely desensitised to it. I mean, if you told me as a child that I could listen to or watch anything I wanted, whenever I wanted, I'd have thought you were describing an impossibly wonderful reality. But it's not that wonderful in real life, and the sheer abundance of media in this world is proving that, like virtually everything in this life, there is such thing as too much of a good thing. Because now there's infinite content, and it's making us infinitely discontent.